is Archbishop William Laurie of Baltimore, and you are listening to Catholic Review Radio. Catholic Review Radio is a weekly radio program and podcast hosted by Catholic Review Media, the news operation of the Archdiocese of Baltimore. We are grateful to our Catholic partners for the opportunity to bring quality Catholic programming to our listeners each week. This is Chris Gunty of Catholic Review. With us today on Catholic Review Radio are Amanda and Jonathan Teixeira, who have just published A Catholic Guide to Managing Your Money, with a title that sounds like a lot of self-help books, How to Attack Debt, Build Savings, and Change the World Through Generosity. Jonathan and Amanda Teixeira are co-founders of WalletWin, a financial success program and podcast that help everyday Catholics get intentional with money. In 2012, they were $24,500 in debt, but in less than eight months, they'd paid off all their loans and closed the doors on debt forever. Since that time, they focused on saving, investing, and giving, and they're now teaching others how to do the same. Their book was published by OSV. Welcome to the show, Jonathan and Amanda. Thank you very much. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, thank you. Well, when you two met, you were in the Fellowship of Catholic University Students, which, for those who don't know, goes out and evangelizes on college campuses. Mm-hmm. Part of that was that you had to raise funds for your own living expenses. How did that experience affect your views about money? Oh, wow. That was tremendously, uh, I'd say, helpful in kind of uncovering our thoughts, emotions, feelings, and beliefs about money. Because if you're going to go out and ask somebody to partner with you in a mission, you know, you kind of have to confront all those feelings that might be underneath the surface and regarding money. And so personally, I remember just feeling so um, humbled that other people would want to partner with us and that they would give of their generosity, you know, to God to support me in this ministry. Uh, So there was always that element of just humility of being able to receive those gifts and wanting to steward them as best as I possibly could. And just that weight, I felt very challenged personally to make sure the gifts others entrusted to me were spent very diligently and and well thought out. Mm. Yeah, it was a very interesting experience. Uh, it, 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 was, it was very helpful. It, reinf- it, it helped me learn a lot of really good things about money uh, that, you know, everything that we have is a gift. Uh, there was a point, we were missionaries with Focus for uh, about nine years. And so there was a point I was looking around our house and I, I just, it just kind of hit me. It's like, yeah, the couch, the table, the glasses in the pantry, everything. The only way I'm able to have this is because other people believed in the work that we were doing and donated to that work from which, you know, we got our living expenses. And so it was, it's like it was very clear. Everything is a gift. Everything was here because of a gift. Um, and then taking that, you know, yes, that was very clear for me then. But even now, right? I mean, you know, running our own business or if somebody's just working at a job, it's still everything is this gift. Everything um, in this world has been given to us by God, the Father who gives all good things. And um, that was just a really great um really great way, a great gift that I got through that experience to understand that everything is, is given to me by our Lord and to, to be used well. What does God say about money? Ooh, 
He has loads to say about money. (laughs) (laughs) And in in scripture, it's not always just about money when he's mentioning money. Um, You know, Jesus loves the analogy and he loves to tell tell parables. And he likes to use everyday things that we understand to explain bigger concepts about maybe the kingdom or about forgiveness or about his mercy. Uh, And if we don't understand money you know, in appropriate ways or how it's supposed to be used or how it might be used, we could end up missing a good amount of the things that Jesus wants to teach us in scripture. So not only does God have much to say just about the wisdom of, you know, in, in, um, Proverbs, it talks about how the ant saves up, uh, stores of food so that in the winter they don't die. Well, there's a lot of wisdom there that can translate practically into our own personal finances. Don't live so close to the edge that one emergency sets you into financial despair. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. there's that solid wisdom. But then there's also just those uh, the parable of the um, of the talents, where um, Jesus tells a story about you know this master gives kind of the the caretakers of the land, one gets five, one gets two, one gets one talent. He goes away, he comes back, and he expects a return on that. Um, and the principle there could be applied to a variety of things, but I do think it certainly still applies to our finances, that God wants us to use it prudently and wisely and shrewdly with every way, every means we have available to us to give back to him every gift that he's given to us with increase. Yeah, and a lot of people... Uh, misquote that that uh, that saying, you know, money is the root of all evil. Well, the whole phrase is the love of money is the root of all evil. And I mm-hmm. think that's kind of what you're getting to there is that money is spoken of as something that can be used for good or ill, uh, depending on how you on your attitude toward it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's the love of money. It's the desire for riches, the, the lure of riches uh, that gets us into trouble. Uh, you know, we see in the Bible, I mean, if you if you keep reading the Bible, uh, you know, Paul says, you know, yeah, the love of money is the root of all evil. Uh, just a few um, verses later, he says, and the rich of the world, and he addresses them, and he doesn't say, and the rich of the world, you need to empty your bank accounts and sell off all your flocks and live in a box in the street. He doesn't say that. He says, you know, keep the important things, the important things, and live your life, you know? So it's, in, in Jesus's own ministry, uh, we see, see that it's he was provided for by uh, these women with means. So if they didn't have money, they wouldn't have been able to, you know, kind of pay the bills when uh, Jesus showed up and and did things. And so we see that there is a great uh, money is we have to understand money with God's heart and apply that to our life. We have lived that fully integrated Catholic life when it comes to our finances because money has such a potential to do good in this world and such a potential to ruin our lives if used mm-hmm. improperly. Mm-hmm. So it's this, it's this great tool. It's a neutral tool. It's how we use it. It's a gift from God, and we need to use it appropriately with his mind and his heart. Mm-hmm. We're talking with Jonathan and Amanda Teixeira about their program and what are some of the principles about money that you talk about in wallet win your program so i think what what makes us unique is one we we approach money from this holistic catholic worldview uh so we're gonna when we talk about money and the the various steps and you know things that we encourage people to do with it we also like to tell the stories of the saints um, who maybe lived this out in a particular way or we draw from the catechism so we're bringing in that catholic worldview as we go about 
And I think one of the things that makes us unique is that we we always start with that money mindset right out the gate because a lot of us uh, have these false notions about money. Either it's inherently good or it's inherently bad or we're never challenged kind of what are the beliefs that my family gave me about money? Are those actually true? Um, and th- we don't, we're not taught to do that inner work to make sure that our mindset is grounded and rooted in truth. Um, and so we challenge people to start there and to make sure that that's in the right space. And then from there, we're going to teach people how to budget, how to get out of debt, how to save for emergencies, how to set aside money for the future so that you don't have to, you know, work every day for the rest of your life until you die. <laughs> you know, you mm-hmm. might have a season of, of reprieve when you're a little bit older, if you so wish, how to plan for that. And then ultimately, how to handle money generously throughout your whole life. You know, whether you're making a little, whether you're making a lot, and how to make sure that generosity always leads the way. Yeah, we're, we're made in the image and likeness of our Father, and He is beyond generous with us. He's given us everything. He doesn't need us at all. It was out of His gratuitous love that He created us and gives us every good thing. And we are called to be like our dad, to be generous, to have that preferential option for the poor to look towards our brothers and sisters who need our help, whether it's material or social or spiritual, whatever it is, and help address the needs that are before us. So by understanding and getting our financial house in order, then we are now able to go out and help others. And so we teach, uh, you know, generosity all the way through. And as, as you begin to really dive into and learn what the church teaches about money and finance and economics it's pretty incredible uh just the just the the responsibility given to us and the expectation to do good uh through all every one of our financial transactions needs to give glory to the lord and there is a way to do that there are other uh money management programs aimed at people of faith. Uh, Compass Catholic Ministries would be one. Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University, which is also very scripturally based. What's the difference between your approach and theirs and how can parishes use WalletWin? Sure. So I think, um, you know, back in the day when we got started, um, Dave Ramsey was actually a, a huge influence for us. Uh, we even did our debt-free scream on his radio show. And we have so much respect for him and we're so thankful for the work that he is doing. Uh, We even went on to lead Financial Peace University later, but we found ourselves having to kind of push pause and fill in the gaps maybe on where the Catholic worldview goes deeper or goes farther or says something a little bit different than maybe an evangelical Protestant um, perspective. Um, And so after a number of times doing that, we just decided, wait, why don't we just create the Catholic version of this (laughs) so that we can, um, you know, teach completely from the worldview that we know is um, totally in alignment around money. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, you know, some some key differences that we don't have time to get into right now, but um, just between us and Dave that do matter for a Catholic family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so for parishes, a lot of times parishes will just by default, um, you know, have somebody lead Financial Peace University in their parish. We are now offering our uh, Wallet Win course two parishes and they can have an opportunity to license that and their parishioners can go through it in a group or just virtually on their own. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we do have that option. Um, As for Compass Catholic, 
we operate a little bit differently. They have more Bible studies. They have um, a lot of books that are really, really good uh, to go through and work through. But I think that we have very different ways that we end up teaching. Um, you know, ours is more of a membership and a course that people go through and they have more work group, workbooks and study materials. I think they're very complementary. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, both really good ministries that are now available for Catholics. Yeah, it was good. It was nice. I like that you said, you know, yeah, Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University is also very scriptural. And, and, and that's true. He does use a lot of scripture. As an evangelical Protestant, that's as far as he can go. He can use some scripture and then his interpretation of it. While coming at this very important topic from a holistic Catholic worldview, oh yeah, we've got scripture. Of course we do. Uh, you know, we, we, we decided what was in the Bible. Um, but we also have 2,000 years of people much holier and smarter than us who've sat around and thought about and prayed about these topics. So we're able to, you know, kind of, you know, I don't know, stand on the shoulders of, of the saints and of, of popes, of great Catholic thinkers in presenting this information. So we have a, this is richness of, uh, of our, in our, in our tradition and in our teachings that we're able to draw from, you know, things like just for instance, a, a vow of poverty that just, that probably just make Dave's brain melt away. Uh, how could that even be a thing someone would want? Uh, and and you know, if, and, you know, some of the things that the church teaches about you know caring for each other and what's important in life, Dave would dismiss as as you know crazy liberal uh, Christianity when really it's the bedrock foundation of human dignity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, Dave is great. We like Dave. I'm not trying to put him down, but. If we're looking to fully integrate our Catholic faith into every area of our lives, including our finances, then we should have a fully integrated Catholic view of those finances. That is awesome. Well, after the break, we're going to talk some more with Amanda and Jonathan Teixeira about a Catholic approach to money. This is Chris Gunty, and you are listening to Catholic Review Radio. We'll be right back after some news. Archdiocese of Baltimore makes the protection of children a leading priority in its parishes, schools, and other ministries. The Archdiocese seeks to keep kids safe through training and background checks and by implementing a zero-tolerance policy for anyone credibly accused of abusing a child. For more information about the Archdiocese's efforts to keep our children safe, please visit www.archbalt.org accountability. Catholic news from the Archdiocese of Baltimore and around the world with the Catholic Review. Lenten Friday fish fries, a staple at many Catholic parishes, were among the many things put on the back burner during the coronavirus pandemic. In 2020, parishes got in one or maybe two fish fries before the country went into lockdown. By the following Lent, most parishes either did not have them or only offered carry-out or drive-through events. As the country looks to reclaim some sense of normalcy with numbers of COVID-19 cases decreasing and mask mandates lifting, fish fries are cautiously making a comeback. We need this, a St. John Westminster parishioner said at the start of their second fish fry of the year on March 11th, when the parish served about 560 meals. St. John Church started doing fish fries in 2006 and has kept up the tradition ever since, although the parish had to stop them abruptly in 2020 and only offered carry-out meals last year. 
This year, lines already formed before the doors opened at 4 p.m., with steady crowds continuing until cutoff time three hours later. For more on this story, visit catholicreview.org. The Baltimore Catholic Campaign for Human Development will hold its 43rd annual Archdiocesan Social Ministry Convocation virtually March 26th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Monsignor Richard Bozelli, local director of the CCHD, will open the convocation with a welcome message, prayer, and introduction to the 2022 theme, 50 Years of CCHD, Rooted in Justice. This year's keynote speaker will be Auxiliary Bishop Bruce Lewandowski, Urban Vicar and Episcopal Vicar for Hispanic Catholics. The convocation will feature nine workshops, a social ministry fair, and award ceremony. For more on this story, visit catholicreview.org. Pope Francis will consecrate Russia and Ukraine to the Immaculate Heart of Mary during a penitential prayer service at St. Peter's Basilica March 25th, according to the Vatican. On the same day, the Vatican said, a Polish cardinal will carry out a similar consecration at the Shrine of Our Lady of Fatima in Portugal. The Eastern and Latin Rite Catholic bishops of Ukraine have been asking Pope Francis for this consecration. For more on this story, visit catholicreview.org. From the newsroom of the Catholic Review, I'm Kevin Parks. Every child enters the world with limitless potential. Potential of mind. Potential of body. Potential of spirit. If there was only a place where that potential could be nurtured and challenged every day, where the limits of greatness, once unseen, could now be within reach. Catholic schools rise above. This is Archbishop William Laurie of Baltimore, and you are listening to Catholic Review Radio. We're back on Catholic Review Radio, talking with Amanda and Jonathan Texera, founders of WalletWin, a program that looks at money from a Catholic perspective. You alluded to it before the break. Uh, we know that some saints have come from wealthy families. Obviously, St. Francis of Assisi disavowed all his affluence and founded the Franciscan Order, uh, focused on God. You cite the Drexel family in your book, which included St. Catherine Drexel. How did that family use its wealth for good? Oh, my goodness. The the legacy that the Drexels have created in, in our world is huge and vast, and we're only now just continuing to understand it. So both of the, I like that you mentioned two, two very different saints there, both called to religious life, but um, both handled money very differently. So, uh, you know, St. Francis was called to kind of get rid of everything and found this new order. St. Catherine. Radical poverty. Radical mm-hmm. poverty. Yes, absolutely. So it looked different. And God calls each of us to live our holiness through different ways. And that includes how we're going to interact with and handle money and how it's going to look in our life. St. Catherine, you know, her family, um, her father was business partners with what is now J.P. Chase Morgan. Mm-hmm. I just, is that how you JP say J.P. Morgan. <laughs> I don't, which is yeah. Chase Bank now. Yeah. Yes, yes, they moved yeah. to Chase. So we're talking a significant amount of wealth. And her parents... You know, they lived this generosity her entire life. She was able to witness and watch that. Um, I think it's estimated that hundreds of families 
were their rent was being paid because the Drexels were were helping them do that. Yeah, they opened up their house three times a week for folks to come over uh, and you know get food, medicine, clothing. They were, yeah, they're paying the rents of hundreds of folks in Philadelphia because they took it very seriously uh, what they were asked to do. Uh, it was over a million dollars in today's dollars of what they spent on just that little project mm-hmm. of having people come over for help. But we don't all have millions of dollars like the Drexels no. did, you know. So, right. but your principles can apply to people who are middle class or people who are struggling. How how does that work? Yeah. So, um, really, it matters not how much you have; it's what you do with it. Whether God is going to entrust you with um, a small but modest income, or maybe one talent. A- one yeah, talent, right. One, or maybe he's going to give you kind of the the medium, maybe a middle class income, maybe you're upper middle class. You get four talents. Maybe you're very wealthy. You're an entrepreneur. You were able to found an organization that has really had success, or you've inherited wealth, and you've got the five talents. It doesn't matter how many you were given. It's what you do with it, and if you manage it wisely, prudently. Uh, and you apply the virtues, right? All the virtues that we're given and called to live. And you apply that to the money that's entrusted to you. And, you know, you live within your means and you're aiming to be as generous as you possibly can. That's all we're expected to do. That is giving back to God with increase. That's not taking the one talent and burying it in the ground. Exactly. If you had one talent and you use the pants off that thing and it, it came back a little bit higher than one, you're doing great. Yeah, in that in that parable, the guy who had five, who then gets ten and gets the other guy's one, he gets all the in, all the all the credit. But the 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 steward with two, he also was welcomed into the joy of his lord. He also was called a good and faithful steward. And if the guy with one would have handled it the right way, so would he. It doesn't matter how much we have. It matters on how close we are to God's heart and how we're using it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mentioned generosity in the title of the book and extensively throughout. Why is giving an important part of managing your money? I think that it ultimately generosity and giving is the antidote to kind of the ways money could drag us down and away from God. You know, in scripture, it talks about the love, the love of money being the root of all evil. Even St. Ignatius teaches us that uh, finances or wealth and the lures around it and the power that it can bring um, is one of the first ways the devil will come in and try to sway us away from God. And so we just have to be aware of kind of that, that reality And so generosity is the opposite of that. You know, the enemy of our soul is going to come in there and try to get us to think things like, oh, you've got money. It's for you. It's for me. It's for like a lavish lifestyle. We don't have to give it to anybody. This is me. This is like the Lord of the Rings, my precious, you know, for lack of a better term. But generosity says, no, no, some of this is for me and my household, but the rest is for others. And it kind of keeps us in that right relationship with money, whether we've got $100 to our name or a million. Um, And so it's something to always be exercised just to keep us in a right spot. Mm -hmm. In addition to the books, what does Walletwin offer? We have our podcast, Waltwin Podcast. 
Uh, you can find that at WalletWin.com slash podcast or just search WalletWin, one word, in any podcast app that's out there. You'll find us. Uh, right now, we're in the midst of a, a series where we're kind of looking very directly at what the church teaches about money from all different perspectives, saints and encyclicals and scripture and all sorts of things. Uh, we also have our, our program, our WalletWin Academy, where you get access to all of our courses and resources and all that. Uh, it's available for folks to sign up for. They can learn more at WalletWin.com slash academy. And it's that program that we make available with some extra resources to parishes. And so that uh, information on that can be found at WalletWin.com slash parish. You also have a Catholic Family Emergency Binder. What is that about? We do. We do. So years ago, we just realized, okay, you know, if something happened to me or Jonathan or both of us at the same time, there's a lot of our life that's lived in each of our heads, but we don't share with each other. And we certainly don't share with other people outside of our household. And if something happened to us, how big of a nightmare would we be putting other people through to try to figure out our life and how it's run? Oh my goodness, we need this down on paper. <laughs> and so, you know, we created this binder to essentially track all the information from our monthly budget to life insurance policies to auto insurance, but even down to the details of kind of our family's routine on a given week, um, different things about our kiddos that are important, the kind of dog food that our Labrador retriever eats, mm -hmm. just the information someone would need yeah. in five minutes or less to essentially step into our life and run our life if they had to make decisions. Yeah, it includes information, you know, for each of us on where and when, you know, we receive different sacraments, uh, the type, our, our wishes uh, for funeral masses, things like mm -hmm. that as well. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Well, you can find information on the Catholic Family Emergency Binder and all the other programs that WalletWin offers at WalletWin.com. Thank you so much. We've been talking today with Amanda and Jonathan Texera, founders of WalletWin, about finances and thinking from the Catholic point of view. Just a reminder, don't forget to t file your income tax returns on Monday, April 18th. That's coming up in just a few days. And uh, we'll take it from there. Thank you so much for being with us today, Amanda and Jonathan. Thank been you our for pleasure. having us. Thank you and God bless. This is Christopher Gunty of the Catholic Review, and you've been listening to Catholic Review Radio. The Catholic Review is the only publication in the Archdiocese of Baltimore that covers the Catholic Church full-time. Pick up the monthly magazine at your parish or have it delivered to your home. Subscribe to our e-newsletter for twice-weekly updates. Just text CR Media to 84576. Follow the Catholic Review on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Read it today in print or online at catholicreview.org. That's catholicreview.org. Tune in to Catholic Review Radio next week. Available on WMET 1160 AM and 103.1 FM. Also, WSJF 92.7 FM in the Sykesville area and WVTO 92.7 FM in Baltimore City. Check us out on SoundCloud or your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Catholic Review Radio. As we prepare for the week ahead, let us do so in prayer together as one community of faith. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
Let us also ask the blessing and intercession of our Blessed Mother as we pray, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. May Almighty God bless us and keep us always in his love.